screw you in the drive-thru. <laughs> okay. So we've talked about Skinamarink and uh, what's that dumbass show? Uh, the Witch, Blair Witch. Blair Witch. Blair Witch. It's not dumbass. So it, it is. It is. <laughs> it's dumbass to some people. It is. Okay, but listen to me. Okay. All the Intelligent stuff. people. <laughs> but <laughs> we were talking about <clears throat> the fact that marketing is what got Skinamarink where it is. Correct. Absolutely. Same with Blair Witch. Uh, same with Blair Witch in a way, but see, Blair Witch still had a little bit of a path. It was really right, right. about no, nothing. But, but he's still correct because at the end of the yeah. day, Blair Witch was, I don't, I'm not going to say the first because I can't remember, but Blair Witch was one of the first movies that I remember that had a web presence um, yes. that talked about, like, everything about it was all about the found footage. Yes, correct. Was, was it's like we've never seen this before? Oh my god! It's, it's like not you, the first found footage. No, 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 no. no, no, no but no, the no. first to really be promoted. But, but like the way, that. but the way it was promoted. Okay. Yeah. Um, and and promoted as being true, right? Like right, right, right. Like it's it's funny. Um, my my wife's mother, who's um, dead now, rest her soul. Um, <laughs> she yada yada yada. Yeah, it's like she <laughs> honestly thought. That Blair Witch was real. Yes. That this was yes. this was real found footage that was found. Okay. Um, okay. You, you know, I mean, and and so mm. the point is like, and that all came out of the marketing campaign. Correct. And okay. It was it was truly like it's on it's on the Levi's five hundred one level of of like what a great job that marketing team did. I have never heard that analogy before, yes, a Levi's 501 Oh my God, level. it's like Levi's jeans. They, they yeah, had... no, I get it, but I've never heard that analogy. Oh my God. That's yeah, pretty it, awesome. Okay, okay, but wait a minute. So, okay. It's a British so, thing. It probably is, maybe. <laughs> Clearly, we all know the first found footage movie, which was way more realistic, and everybody believed it because it was a found footage movie. You Cannibal, know the movie I'm talking about. Cannibal Holocaust. Cannibal Holocaust. So Cannibal Holocaust was the first found footage movie ever. It was such a, people believed it so much. The director, the was, director arrested. was arrested. The <laughs> yep. brought into court. The only way he got off of it is he had the actors show Come up. up. The, supposedly the were, were killed in the movie. Yes. <laughs> like, the, the look, that so the, they're here. Correct. <clears throat> Which Correct. That's, that's where the marketing side of Blair Witch was perfect. They had those people go into hiding, right? The, the actors did went they? In, yes they went yeah. into hiding it's like they, purposely following the school that's what they did so in they, cannibal they holocaust. purposely did that so, so that way then they, you couldn't find them they were new actors it's so cannibal they didn't have anything prior to that so then people thought these are legitimate people that just we just watched them die and cannibal holocaust i saw so many people like that was the one but thing. it's not an italian so. <laughs> well that's yes. better in 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 the theaters that's the only time to this day well, maybe there's one other time, but I'll get to that in a second. Where the movie ended and not a word was spoken. Literally, everybody got up and I, left. I, I and it wasn't like... In Blair Witch? Yes. Yeah. And that's I, the thing I agree. is, nobody, nobody, I think it was just because it was one of those what the fuck moments. Like, people were like, did that just actually happen? Wait, did I just watch somebody die? What? Wait, what just happened? And people left. And not people, you know, because I've seen movies where people stand up at the end, oh, fuck the, you know, or whatever, and they yell at the screen or whatever. Literally, everybody was just like, whoa. And I say this because it, it just, it, it has not happened since, but during that last probably five minutes of that movie, I actually had heart palpitations. Like, my heart literally was, I was like sweating, and I was like, oh my God, what's that? And I thought, okay, it's the first time I saw it. 
still happened the second time, even though I knew what was going to happen. And it's like, I have yet to have that happen. Now, granted, I can watch it now and I'm perfectly fine. But at that time, I left and I sat in my car for like five minutes and let my heart like shit. Now, pussy. Pussy I, I can't is right. They <laughs> people, and that's what I get all the time. But now, and that's the thing is, and I, I want, and that's what I think I've been striving for and I was really hoping for with Skinamarink was that it was going to do something similar. And well, it's not a found footage movie. Well, but really. they're treating it kind of in that sense by because they're calling it the analog horror. And I'm like, horror. And I'm like, okay, analog, analog horror, horror is this just, case just means no budget. Well, that, and it right. also means it's like, oh, it looks like it's on VHS I, right. to me. That's how it looks. Right. Um, but they did that on purpose too. But and, that's I, and I get it, but it just did not, it didn't have that and it didn't resonate like that. But then I think, it, you know, I said in the podcast, like this guy just, by the end of it, the, I was thinking to myself, son of a bitch, that's what everybody felt like with Blair Witch. Like that, like I, not I was everybody. like, oh my God, I love it. And then everybody else was like, what the fuck? Well, that was stupid. Not now, everybody. I did have friends who I talked to them about back Blair then? Witch. Back then? You had friends? Back then, yeah. Back then. <laughs> it was a while I actually ago. still do. Yeah. Yeah. People knew who it was. <laughs> I just still do talk to them. Now, they watched it and they thought it was stupid. Uh-huh. And, uh, uh-huh. You know, because I took them to <laughs> that, that it. That would have been us. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Now then, I had to explain to them. I said, now, do you know that you know, because they said, well, why did they find the teeth and the tongue and the, you know, the bandana and stuff? And the next thing I had to tell them was, that's an old witch's tale that if a witch cuts out your tongue and pulls out your teeth, she can imitate your voice, which is why you hear Josh at the end. And right. they go, oh. So then the next question I get is, well, why is the guy standing in the corner at the end? Obviously, spoilers, but. Uh, <laughs> oh, if you haven't seen Blair Witch, anyway, now. come and on. So then I said, well, didn't you hear the lady that was being interviewed during the movie where she says that the Parsons guy used to put the kids in one in the corner while he killed the other one? And they go, oh, I didn't hear that. And then I'm like, you got to pay attention to movies. <laughs> so, like, to me, it was like they did just enough subtle stuff in there that it it just it brought me in. And the funny thing was, is, <coughs> there were people that legitimately thought it was true. I did enough research on it that I was like, this can't be true. This is bullshit. You know, like, I'm like, this is not true. And I went into it knowing it wasn't true, and I was still scared of it. Now, the only other time I've ever felt those heart palpitations, really, is Halloween when I was eight years old. <laughs> I watched Halloween 1 and 2 on, on, I think it was on Channel 9, you know, while my parents were out even partying. Even the TV version. And even the TV yeah. version. That oh, wow. scared the shit out of me, yeah. you know. And that, like, I mean, I was scared. I was, like, huddled in my parents, next to my parents' bed and stuff like that. And, you know, it, it, that was the only times that I've really felt that, you know. And the only other real time I got close to that was 28 Days Later. Uh, twenty Yeah, 28 Days Later. That's a and drastically different movie. Correct, but the only reason I got intense was because I was used. I hated zombie movies before right. that. I Love hated movies. them. I thought they were stupid. I'm, I'm totally like, ooh, the zombies are walking bad. at you. What are they gonna do? And then that movie flipped it on its head, and the zombies ran at you, and that scared the shit out of me because I'm thinking, oh fuck, they can move fast now. <laughs> you but, know. But, but like 28 days later, the scariest part of, of that movie for me was actually the very very beginning when um, when the guy wakes up. Yes. And and, yes. He, and he comes out of his room, and there's Nothing. no one around. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And he walks out to the street, yep. and there's no one around. And, yeah. he, and he walks across, you know, the bridge, and which which by the way is also the whole premise of Walking Dead, where he wakes up in the hospital, comes out, and nobody's there. Which was also the premise of Raccoon City in the first when when I, she I, came I, out of her hospital. I get and, it. You know, nobody was there. Uh, I get it. But 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 the point is somebody's mad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just saying. Just saying. But but again, but the, but the point is, is like to me that was actually 
like more terrifying um, than I love Twenty Eight Days Later. I even like I, I like Twenty Eight Weeks Later as, as well. Um, and you know, yeah, the whole fast zombie thing um, w w was cool. It's like, zombie movies in general. I think one of the things that is always most interesting is when you have lead characters or main characters that get bitten. Mm -hmm. um, and there's always Child that. There's always that exactly <laughs> great movie, so much better than than um, Den except that Breakfast. Den Breakfast is made in America. <laughs> oh God, America, and has singing. We do. Let me let us know. We, this makes it the best movie oh ever. Let us know if you'd like to hear Warwick and I feud over Den Breakfast versus Shaun, Shaun of the, of the Dead. Dead. Best That's horror movie. Saying. I'm not gonna say best horror movie. No, movie but to come it was out a great horror movie. It was a great horror movie. Oh, and Shaun of the Dead was pretty good too. <laughs> so anyway, but but the point is, we're talking about really the marketing that brings Correct. these movies yes. to life, yeah. right? Because if you are an influencer or whatever, <laughs> and you say, "Oh my God, the internet's blowing up over this," when it's not, all of a sudden it will the blow up. Blowing up. You're over making it viral, right? You're making it Pun viral intended. by lying. Viral, okay. <laughs> by lying about it, yeah. and, and which we've we've talked about this. We before. should do that as a test. Just for I, I think that'd grabs. be a great episode, actually. Just talking about how marketing makes the movie. Yeah, because I I, I, I agree. It, 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 it some movies you they and then do what the we should do wrong. is market the shit out of our episode. <laughs> <laughs> so let's see what happens. <laughs> so, right? so, so the six people are watching. That? Yeah, we'll be like, this Mark, is viral, <laughs> and watch how, how quickly it doesn't. It, it gets twelve. Yeah, yeah. Views. Yep. But yeah, I, I think that marketing is a huge part of it. But I prefer self marketing right like to me word of mouth is still the best marketing ever right like that I, should be it always but, will be but, but, but that's what word of mouth now we're, could we're also be the internet could though. also be paid for right but but here's yeah, the point the point is always have been paid for it's to exactly the point about and i don't know when this episode is going to go up um but it's to exactly the point this about behind that, the scenes baby yeah man about skin and rank yes it's i think word of mouth from that movie would have gone, would have just died straight off. Uh, agreed, because when people saw it, they would have been like, wait, this actually sucks. What, what, what the hell was that, that about? The whole deal was promoting it so much to get people to watch it for the first time. That's what I feel like things are with movies nowadays. It's that first, because everybody knows, it, it, to use kind of a reference to um, you know, a, a Serbian film, they want you to blow your load on the first fucking weekend, right? Yeah. If yeah. you can get forty million dollars on your first weekend yeah, and it yeah, costs yeah. fifteen thousand dollars, right? Who it doesn't matter. Who cares? Who cares? You could say this thing has got good. you know yep. everything in it just to get people in, get people in the seats. And I think I think I don't was, like that. I think That's that was totally skimmering. I, I think totally. that was that was a hundred percent you know what they were going for. Was I want movies that are like the My Big Fat Greek Wedding, right? Where it's like the thing was it that, was, that, that was it made horrifying. like I know that I know that totally turned but it's it that was like a good promotional thing like they didn't market it very well they didn't do a good job but then word of mouth all of a sudden it was like it made 10 12 million the first weekend then it was 15 okay. then 20 then 30 and it was in the theaters for like 6 months because people kept going back and seeing it because of word of mouth that's also like and a titanic grew. thing well titanic, titanic he had, a had like huge massive budget, budget yeah. associated yeah. with it Agreed, but, 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 but titanic had no it had word of mouth because it was a and everybody in the knew the ending of the, the movie right oh, well, <laughs> well, so, so so again they, they've done they've done statistics on this which is basically 
you know, part of the reason why Titanic has the um, the numbers that it has in the box office is repeat viewing. Yes. Like to exactly yes. what you just said. Yes. It's like people saw that movie three or four times. Yeah, I know. There were old it, ladies watching it like it, 10 times, 20 times. Because each time they're going like, why the hell throw the diamond off the back of the right. boat? And why can't uh, that be me? Leonardo, yeah. please. Or they were bringing <laughs> friends with them to uh, see uh, it. Right? And yeah. they're all saying like, there's totally enough room for Leo to be on the on the um, wood the, at the same time. Supposedly he's coming out door. with like actual video, like an actual documentary on that he would not have fit on there. Did you hear about this? Why would he like, fucking wait? Because there's so many James people. Cameron is? Yes, James Cameron is coming out with it because okay, so th many people this are. Is, this waste? is someone that has so much time on his hands. Oh, and so much money. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> what a um, waste of time. Yeah. What were we talking about? Uh, marketing. <laughs> marketing. Yeah. And horror movies. But that's where, uh, and that's where I think horror movies have that, that's, uh, that, I guess that kind of just goes along with horror movies in general they have to blow their wad in that first weekend because if they I don't agree. they might not get seen they and they they mark themselves by the opening weekend yes they gauge them their production by the yeah. opening weekend like numbers. i this is going to sound bad but some of the screen movies not so good but yet there's six of them right well yes but the thing is with that that now we're talking sequels horror movie sequels a lot of the friday uh, the do you 13th think there's going to be a skin of a ring too no. I hope not. <laughs> Friday the 13th, because people, I think, will realize this is an Emperor's New Clothes kind of shit. Right. This is not worth Which the hype. I finally know what that means. Look it up, people. <laughs> it's one of those things that people will realize, yeah, yeah, you are just got blowing smoke up my ass. You don't like it. You're just pretending you like it so you think you're cool or that's, you want to stay see, cool. See, but that's where we cool. come in. We'll watch it for people. That's, but that's just it. Uh, <laughs> we, we can tell them not to watch it because it's stupid and it's all hype. But somebody's going to go, oh, no, that thing was a masterpiece. It wasn't a masterpiece. It was a masterpiece of marketing. Right. It was not a masterpiece. Right. And I'm sorry. Ego. I don't care whether you're in a movie theater and you heard perfect sound or the lack of sound. Was it and Dolby Atmos? Probably not. <laughs> you know, Probably not. Right? So. Well, actually, to be, to be honest, I, mean, I think that would be ridiculous if it was Dolby Atmos and the quality of the film that we actually saw was so bad. Oh, yeah, that's you know, true. It's, that is true. It's like, to me... It, uh, if it was stereo, I'd be like greatly surprised. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I was very let down by that film. The and only reason they even did it in that style was to make it more annoying than just looking at the corner of a room. Now they tried to play up that whole creepy vibe. Well, and I'm going to bring up a movie that you guys off. probably have seen. Have you seen oh. Yule Log? What's that? <laughs> yeah, of course. I love that did, did, did that did the exact same thing. Uh, yeah, it started off. Focusing only on one spot. Yeah. And I was like, after the first 10 minutes, Is this going like, to be the whole movie? Is this yeah, going to yeah, be yeah, that? Yeah. And, and I, I read a little bit about it, and they basically said, the uh, the director-writer said, yeah, I was going to do that, but then I kind of panned out, and then I started to go... Because he could do more. Because, yeah, exactly that. But that's what I mean. Like, you thought, holy shit, is this going to literally be a Yule Log the whole fucking mm, time? But well, then when I he pans out, sound, yeah. that helped. You know, that made but the movie for me. Yule Log, right? because they did that little pan out... Became such a bigger movie because Correct. they could do the whole guy in the, in the fireplace and you got more characters and they did the, the whole transition of the past with the present and the future kind of, you know, I mean, it was... But, but, I I mean, but one of the things that that shows, I, I, one of the things that generally I think we all love about horror movies is you can have a horror movie that has a very low budget that is still incredibly watchable. Yes. Um, yes. Because kind of the concepts and the conceits of what what makes a good horror movie 
doesn't need CGI. It doesn't need yeah. Like, like, well, like yeah, Blair Witch Project was sixty thousand dollars. This was yeah. fifteen. You know, yeah. and and it shows. And it sh- but now both of but, them. <laughs> <laughs> but I feel like it was. I guess it was worth more in the sixty thousand dollar film because they were outside. It was, it was good. It was, were, <laughs> yes, it was awesome. Um, but you know, I, I I'll go down swinging with Blair Witch. Being, Blair Witch is in my top ten for sure. But come on, yeah, it is in my top Logan, ten. Top because 10? for you, really? yes, because I had a physical reaction to the movie. But if you I were didn't 12. have a twelve, I was no. I was I was I had a physical re- reaction to 17. COVID. Yeah. I still wouldn't want it again. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I rarely get that feeling, and that's why that's stuck in my head. Okay, okay, okay. Uh, one movie that scared the shit out of you. Go. Or first movie, maybe, to scare first the shit out of you. Movie to scare the shit out of me? Um I think it's called uh Six to Midnight or Ten to Midnight. It's a Charles Bronson movie. And I said horror movie. I know. This is technically a horror movie. It's about a serial killer. Okay. Now, you got to remember, I'm like five, six years old when I saw this. Okay. My parents no, no, were no, watching no. it. That's minus seven. And I six. snuck out and I saw them watching it. And I came in when there's a man naked with blood all over him running down the street. Okay. And he was apparently a serial killer that the way that he didn't leave evidence was he would strip naked and kill the person. Very manhunter. So that I scared, was yeah, just going to say that. Now that, that scared the shit out of me because I'm thinking, why did the guy? Why was the guy naked? Like it, I'm six years old. No like, evidence. I, you know, I wasn't thinking about oh, it's these people or anything like that. It was more. <laughs> it was just more like back to Serbian. Which <laughs> yeah, there you go. You mean Siberian film? Siberian, yeah, Siberian film. Sorry, um, but yeah, it was more one of those films where I, like, and that stuck in my head to this day. And I went and watched the movie. And granted, it's not scary. It's not that, but. It makes you wonder, like, what the hell? Like, if what if a serial killer did that? You know, and you know, obviously, you got things like um, uh, what's his name? Um, drawn a total blank serial killer that kills serial killers. Serial killer. Oh, oh uh, Dexter. 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 You got Dexter, where right. he's wearing plastic, and everything. but it's kind of along those same lines. Is that scared me when I was a kid? That was the first movie that I was like, oh man, like some, like I felt a reaction of like, you know, and it was more. You know, like inquisitive, like okay, well, why? Like it wasn't so much like, oh, there's a naked guy running on the street. It was just like, why? Why is he? Why did he kill people that way? And then you know, obviously, as I grew up, and then you know, a few years after that is when I eventually saw Halloween, which that literally scared the shit out of me because it was the fact that it, it a man you thought was dead wasn't right. You know, sure, he was a he was just that killer. psychotic that. Six bullets ain't gonna kill him, right? That that's the type of stuff that scared the shit out of me. When yeah, I was yeah. A kid. Now, what about you? So, and then I'm talking to me. <laughs> scary is physical reaction. He's not done. Well, I, <laughs> oh, so. okay, okay. And, and I, I, I'm I'm with you. It, it's so like the movie that I go back to over and over and over again, which people ask in our, in our store, um, Goodrich Models, two two eight West Main Street, um, St. So Charles, Charles, Illinois. <laughs> Sorry, keep forgetting that part. <laughs> People ask me what's my what's my favorite scary movie, and I will I always say Silence of the Lambs. And I was older when I saw that movie. I, I came out in like 80, 86, 87. And I clearly watched horror movies before that, but that was the first movie that just really affected me. Okay. 
Um, and was it an uneasy feeling or was it terror? Was it, it actual? Really, I, I would it, say dread. Yeah, it yeah. was. It was. It was the whole scene at towards the very very end, mm-hmm. uh, in in darkness where where um, James Gunn you know, <laughs> ha, ha, has the uh, Jimmy Gunn has the um, the, night, the vision. night vision glasses yeah, on, so and just that whole part where he's like coming like right yeah, up yeah, to yeah. her yeah. face, and, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, and she's like like first she, move to ever do that. that oh was my god! Problem. Like that was. There was just something about that. Sure. Um, but is that the first movie that ever terrified you? I th- I truly think so. So like it, it's weird. I was trying to think when when you, when the question was asked, I was like, oh my god, it's going to come to me next. Um, <laughs> no pressure. <laughs> Pressure's on. Right, right, right. And so uh, there was a movie from like 1960s, 1970s called Black Widow. Okay. Um, that was yeah the 1967 Black Widow yeah Black Widow I've not actually seen it and I remember watching that movie when Mm -hmm. I was like early 60s actually 12 or 13 yeah yeah um and again just at that age Mm -hmm. that just like scaring the crap out of me sure and in very in very much the same way I haven't watched it since so I can't say whether or not it would still scare me um, but it's like, you know, there's many movies that I remember watching at that age where, you know, we've talked about this before where it's like, I've shown it to my kids now that like, you know, oh my God, this is a great movie. And you watch and you go, oh. Yeah. Right. Or, or they give you right. that your own like, okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, and, yeah. and it's, it's like, so I'm, I don't know whether I'd have that same feeling okay. for watching that um, movie again now. But like, I, I remember that as, again, just my brain remembering that there was something scary it, about it, that. It doesn't matter if you'd get scared at it now. The point is it was the first at one that point, scared you. Right, yeah, right. Yeah. Because it was so, because even like, uh, and to your point about other people watching the movie and going like, well, this is nothing. I I loved Escape from New York. That wasn't the first one to scare me or anything, but I love, love Escape from New York, right? Yeah. And when I saw it when it first came out in the theaters and all that, it was just mind boggling. The horrors of what New York became and the guy with the Cadillac with chandeliers on yeah, the front. Also, and, that was the best. You know, the impractical stuff. And you're like, you're like it was and like. Cabby. It was so, and Cabby was so badass. You're like, oh my God, this is crazy. This is the greatest film ever. Literally about two weeks ago, it came on uh, Warplex. And I said, Amy, 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 let's watch, let's watch Escape from New York. You'll love it. It's crazy. And Amy had never seen it before. Oh, wow. And so we, yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah. Uh, we watched it, and she's like, "Hun, <laughs> I'm sure this was very impactful when you first saw it in the '80s, but it wasn't that great." And I watched it with her, and I was like, "Yeah, but it was so good back then yeah, that it yeah. was just well." And uh, people do that with Citizen Kane. They're like, "It's the best movie of all time," and I remember watching it, you know, when I was in college, and going. I don't know. Yeah. Oh. I mean, it was still a good movie. Don't oh. get me wrong. I was like, wow, that's a good movie. But I go, all time? Really? Yeah, but, well, of all but time people, because The first of back response, then, though, maybe, is always, if you lived during that time frame, you would have, it would have been... So know. listen, in film school, I, I don't mean jumping in here. In, we, we, we had a whole class on that movie in film school just because everybody, you know, the yep. biggest movie all time. Yep. A whole fucking class on that movie. We also had a whole class that was on Magnificent Seven. Mm-hmm. I love that. And it movie, was all, uh, right. I just saw it came on Plex too <sighs> recently. Um, but there's there's certain you movies. You mean the one that, with Chris Pratt? No. I'm no. <laughs> there's certain movies. Sadly, that, I haven't seen it. Uh, 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 what was yeah. the other one? Um, 
Oh, why can't I think of another? The the Falcon, not the Falcon. Oh, uh, Maltese Falcon? Maltese Maltese Falcon. Falcon. Yes. Maltese Falcon had its own. Sure. It was like the greatest movie ever made. And Chinatown. Remember Chinatown? Yes. Which was also billed as one of the greatest movies. And these are all fantastic movies because they follow a certain formula. And that's what we learned in classes. The the formula that they followed and they broke it down into the steps of that formula. Now, does that degrade the movie, do you think? What do you mean degrade it? Like, because now you know the formula. You no. didn't know the formula when you no. first saw it. No. Not, not, not after no. you see it, but when you see movies beyond that then. Oh, I can see the formula. Okay. But that doesn't just take, take from the movie because everybody d- interprets the formula differently. In other words, because there's certain steps in the formula, it can be gotten different ways. Mm-hmm. But the point is there's only seven do, great plots. There's only seven yes. plots <laughs> ever. In fact, it's arguable that there's only three plots. But they say there's only seven plots. Every movie fits into Would one of those seven plots. you call that the Magnificent plots. Seven? They do not. <laughs> wow. But, but you can see those sure. in movies. It helps you critique the movie as far as like, well, they follow the formula to a T. Or, oh, look, they, they varied Diverted, from the formula, yeah. but they got to the same point. It's, it's a game, right? But it's fun to interpret that kind of stuff. So now, so now that you've pussyfooted around it, what is your screen? Oh, right. <laughs> I, I he honestly, was trying to... I you you turned into a politician there. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to long-winded get, answer here. Anyway. I do get this question a lot. It, even so, mainly when I was... I, I was working here at Ghoulish Mortals uh, for a few days a while back working there. And that is the question. Everybody comes in because it's a horror store. Right. Yep. Everybody comes in, what's your favorite movie? What's the movie that scared you the most? It, it's not that it scared me the most now, but at the time. Again, I was a six, uh, under 10, let's say. And Svengoolie, which the original Svengoolie, and then there was Son of Svengoolie. And Son of Svengoolie was just getting off on his show. He was just starting off. And he would show old movies, reruns of old movies. And there was one called uh, The Crawling Hand. Absolutely. The Crawling Hand was an old late 50s, early 60s movie Mm -hmm. about an astronaut who was in space, got a space disease and wanted to come back home. They said, no, you got a space disease. We can't let you come back home because I'm coming home anyway. They said, well, they were going to blow you up. And they blew him up out in space. But because he exploded on his way back into our atmosphere, his hand made it through the atmosphere and landed. Because it was a space disease, his hand was alive and went around and killed everybody that told him that he couldn't come back to Earth and okay. all that stuff like that. That scared the shit out of me. Okay. I was a kid. Yep. It scared the shit out of me. But the <coughs> point is of that whole movie is all night I did not sleep. I was tossing and turning. I had nightmares. I was scared to death. And when morning came around I, and I kind of woke up, I was like, that was awesome. Yeah. I want more of that. Yep. It was an adrenaline rush. It yep. was it was excitement. It was like, holy fuck, I couldn't I, I I couldn't believe I felt this way. And I wanted to see more and more horror movies just so I could feel that way again. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, we're we're if you want to look at it that way, we're drug addicts, right? We're looking for that next high. Absolutely. The, we were hoping for skin and brink. Right, well, and, 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 I, and I think that's what you know, like Eli Roth did with with Hostel. You know, and I was it, great it's, movie. It, it, great it's like the, the first one. Um, the second one. The, I don't the, even the, think I saw the, the second the, one. The, f- the first one was was excellent mm-hmm. um, because it was original. Yeah. You know, yes. and 
and to the point we're saying it, it's like it just it took you in a direction that you know you kind of you, you saw what was happening and, and you go okay well this is obviously what's going to happen next and then you just went just that little bit further mm -hmm. um, and I, I thought the first one was was excellent um, again, I, I, the second one, very much in the same way as, as the Saw movies. I think the first Saw movie was like phenomenal. Yes. Uh, Honestly, um, they should have stopped there. Well, that whole that was that payoff at the end was so oh. choice. Because so because the point is, it's like, and I get that at the end of the day, it costs money to produce movies, and and ultimately, just like we own a horror store, Galush Models, Two Two Eight West. <laughs> <laughs> Um, St. Charles, Illinois. Illinois. Yeah, we're, we're in it to, to, to make money. Right. Um, but the point is, it's they took in the sequels, they took all of the things that made the first movie in Saw and in Hostel. Yes. And they made it so that the second movie and subsequent movies were just all about that. Yes, because the concept was still up. good. Right. Yeah. The concept was still good. How far would you go to save your own life? Right. Or others' lives? How far would you go? And that was good to translate. In the second, excuse me, the second movie was good. Third movie I thought was okay, and it started to kind of trail off after that. But the point is that first one stands apart from all those Absolutely. because it's not a torture movie. No, it's literally you're in this room. There is not nearly as much torture in that first. No, compared to the one there's really one that. fucking That's the scene. point. Yeah. That's the point. Yeah. But the simple fact that you've got choices now, and they do these choices and make choices, and you didn't realize, oh my God, the key went down the drain. Right. You know what I mean? And those little, those little things that are like, well, now what? Now they're fucked. And then at the end, it didn't even matter because the guy was alive in the middle of the room. And right, that, 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 that reveal, that oh my God. was the, one and, of the best reveals and, ever. And, and that was one of these movies where it's like, you know, I remember I was in a movie theater seeing it. Yep. The, the sound of the guy lifting his, <laughs> and the his music body off. too, that was playing of, with of, it. Of yeah. like, just the, the sticky, oh yeah, oh. exactly. Oh my God, the sound of the blood was, oh. just, just, was so good. I just remember sitting there going, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> what, the whole time, it might like, literally just like, and it was done. It was almost not, to quote Mrs. Delphar, the whole the whole time. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. but it, was, it, it was the whole thing. It was like you know, almost done in slow motion. Yes, where it's right. Because like, he's know, getting he, up and he's he knew he had the power. Where it's like he didn't need to get up like quickly and and yeah. no. and like you know attack someone. It was like like he had the power. It's like he just got up and it's like yeah, hey fuckers, we've been listening to you. I've been listening to you the, this entire time. Yeah, yep. I want to play a game. Yeah, yep. you know, it just and and I think it's and I get the fact that um, we go totally off topic for the for the um, for this podcast, <laughs> but but it's like you know I get the fact that in the same way. That nothing will be as good as the original Star Wars, even though, like subjectively, I can look back and certainly special effects wise, I can I can. Works a big Star Wars fan. I don't think he likes it. But but so it's the same thing. It's like with Hostel and Saw. There's nothing is going to be as good as the original, and because it was original. Yeah, uh, agree. But, you know, but to, I see that's where I wonder. Sort of like the alcohol that we drink. Is there a point where you know, they they make so many sequels, it becomes so watered down, 
mm-hmm. pun intended. Like the first movie, f- the first bourbon we had. So yeah, yeah, that, that you that get to that really point where yeah. somebody's saying that's where the marketing <laughs> comes whiskey. in, right? We're bringing it back, but that you know the marketing is oh hey we've got this alcohol here, it's great, it tastes great, you know because one person like I've talked to people that love Malort, uh, like and I've got you know I've seen a, a, a friend of a friend <laughs> yeah. that literally finished a bottle off by himself, and I'm thinking the fuck is wrong with you, right? But that's how some people are with these movies. They're like, hey, you know, you like Skinamarink? What the fuck's wrong that's, with you? <laughs> you know what? You hated that's it? why we're in this business. That's why right. we're doing this podcast is because there are so many different opinions on one movie. Correct. Skinamarink is one of those movies that people are going to say they love very. even though they really don't get it. Yep. They're going to say they love it and they say they understood it because, they well, they don't want to be the, the weird people right. who don't get it. But right. there was so, so you so like you mentioned earlier the emperor's new clothes. They're just going along with the herd. Absolutely. Right? Now that's where my they'll argue. My it, hope is are. that they don't make a Skinamarink two, and that they don't go. He doesn't repeat because he's already done Heck, and he's already now he's done Skinamarink, which is just basically an extended version of Heck. Mm. I'm hoping he brings something new to the table the next time. Now, is he going to be like M Night Shyamalan where he's got? You know, a few movies where he's got some that are great and some that are completely missed. You, you, you take that back right now, bitch. <laughs> you, you keep M. Night Shyamalan's mouth, uh, what name, out of your fucking mouth. <laughs> your, your mouth out of his name? Do you not, do you not, do you like M. Night? Every or do you... fucking thing he's done has been phenomenal. Great. Uh, I almost, <laughs> I, 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 I almost everything? agree. Everything. In, in, so, including the, what was the one in the, in the lift? In the elevator? Oh, the devil? I have not seen Okay, so, all I right. See. So some of them aren't as good as the rest, but they're still good. La- la- what about la- Lady in the Lake? Lady in the Water. I love Lady in the Lake. Thank you. I love Lady in the Lake. So here's the thing with that one. I want to try to change by, by, you on by, that By the way, what title are we going to put this podcast <laughs> <laughs> Just There's BTS, no that's all it is. <laughs> and then we'll get like a whole bunch of people that are looking for the boy band. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, this point. is behind the scenes. Back to, to marketing. What we're yes. yeah. See, there's there the marketing. See, we started there talking about marketing in this episode. Yeah. We are on, I don't know, I didn't see it. We're on like 35, 40 minutes yeah. already on this. By the way, why are you pointing at that? Because that keeps Because that comes me. up oh, okay. and cuts across. Okay. 30 I, minutes, I can't 40 see it. minutes. I can look over there. But yeah, I think that, no, M. Night Shyamalan, like, he became. Pigeonholed, right? And then he came out with Lady in the Water, and there were so many people that panned it. That was horrible. That was horrible. And I'm like, but he literally explains that this was a bedtime story I told my kids. It's a fairy tale. It's a fairy tale. It's not like his other movies. And some people were pissed because it didn't have a big twist at the end. And I'm like, yeah. Speaking of which, knock on the cabin door. Knock at the cabin. I want to see it. I want to see it. I listened to the I listened to the audiobook, so now I'm ready for the movie. Every one of M. Night Shyamalan's movies really? okay. on DVD just because... I own them on Plex. So is, here's, here's my issue. Should I watch Devil? I never saw Devil. All right. So <laughs> Devil is one of those movies that is... It's, you won't like it, but, you know, it's war. But it's, <laughs> I, I, I love Sixth Sense. I love the one... Uh, what, was, what was the movie where they kept jumping off the roofs? Oh, um, you like off the roof? The happening? The happening? Oh, the happenings! I love. I happening. thought that was awesome. Yeah, I thought, I thought that was, was kind of iffy for me. Come <laughs> on, come I on. liked the premise. I loved the idea of it, so, but the so, ending was kind of. So, to me, the the problem I had. Oh my god, we're going all over the place. Totally. So <laughs> <laughs> you follow. So, you keep it. If little... you want an actual review of these movies, <laughs> let us know. <laughs> let us know. There you go. Let us know. Well, we'll and here's a, here's a perfect point because this is this is not horror movie. All right. So, did you watch Phone Booth? <laughs> with Colin Farrell? Yes. <laughs> yes. So, Phone Booth, yeah. Phone Booth was this, like, 
one person, like almost the entire movie is in a phone booth. Is set in a phone booth, okay. and, and Kiefer Sutherland is the evil person that is basically like telling him. He tells him, "If you leave the phone booth, I'm gonna." It's almost like speed, but stationary. Right. <laughs> sounds like a comedy. But but to be honest, it's, it's like like Ted. I ha- like I love that movie, it, 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 and it was just such this weird thing of for such a. I don't know it's it, there was something like limited characters. What's your point? Get it was point. The, the point being the fact that it's like as opposed to the, the devil, where all being set in the in, in the fucking elevator, it was just it was like it was so fucking boring. No, I I, so I I understand that point. I understand that point. The idea was claustrophobia, in my opinion, was claustrophobia, and therefore the story was more like. Being animals trapped in a cage, what are you going to do? How are you going to react? Because you got other people in there too. I, but I get it. It's it's a weird concept because it's so limiting. Right. It's boring because it's one room. The whole movie is practically but, one room. But you could also go along those same lines and the mist, right? Mist was awesome. I love the mist oh. because yes, you're all stuck in one room technically. Oh, that was so you know good, one though. building. But they don't. They venture out. They venture out. They try to. But that's where I feel like. That was one of those movies where I did not think I was going to like it, and by the end of that movie, I was like, "Holy Listen, shit!" Listen, the mist as one of the is the one of the endings that fucked me up. Oh yeah, oh yeah, that was a that was hard, messed hard. up ending, <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. just no. the whole ah, oh, oh, yeah, yeah. watch mist. Yeah, I actually, but, I, I that was one. Now, and I haven't finished. I've got the book. I haven't finished it, but uh, supposedly that's different than the book. That ending was not in the book. Oh, no, no, that's true. That's yeah. true. Uh, in fact, they changed the ending purposely. Well, they did that a lot that, of times. That was Darabont, right? They, Frank Darabont? Mm-hmm. Yeah. They did a yeah. lot they of did those. They did a lot of those different endings dead, just right? because the people in the book would expect the ending and they didn't want them to know the ending. They did a lot with God, Stephen King books. Ending. They did. They changed the ending, too. That was another one we're going, Fuck. But <laughs> M. Night Shyamalan, one of the best movies he ever did, The Village. Oh come on! It's so the village. no, no, no. I, I'm only People, heavy sighing. I'm help only me out. I'm only heavy sighing because both these guys. The village was awesome. Both, both myself and oh my, my wife God. kind of predicted the ending. Now that was where I got a little upset because then I started to get into the whole predicting what he was going to do. I should have just gone to the movie, watching the movie. I probably would have liked it more. I still liked it just to enjoy the movie. Correct, yeah. but. You know, at one point, my wife pointed out that, oh, well, she mentioned an apartment, which, during the movie, which I'm like, oh, shit, I didn't even pick up on that. But but that's not a big deal. There were but, apartments well, back in those days, too. Th- we're talking, like, colonial times. Did you right, call yeah. it an apartment? Well, like, no, you know? it wasn't. Well, yeah, no, actually. Did you? But, okay, so. Oh, New York that, City was a thing back in cowboy days. You know, did you ever watch 1883? Gangs of New York. And, or 19, <laughs> uh, 1923? So, there was apartments we can in 1923? Make up days. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, so so to me though, like, oh God, like that's uh, maybe we should do an entire episode on just like shocking endings to movies and stuff. Because I mean that, God, the mist, that one, that fucked uh, me up for a while. Man, that to that this fucked day, me up for a while. You know that that yeah yeah because yeah, it was it was it's not expected. Correct. And it involved the kid. Yeah. You know, and it involved the whole thing like after everybody. Well, no, just say I don't. It. All okay. right. Everybody <laughs> kills themselves in the car except the one guy, and then just no. before he kills himself, the army comes and saves everybody. It's like if we would have waited five minutes longer. No, and that's one thing. I, I mean, we should probably do an entire 
episode on that because I, I honestly didn't understand why they didn't wait. They weren't being attacked by anything because they thought the world was lost. right. Right, but that's they the thing. Like, was, if there was stuff hitting the windows and they're like, "Fuck, we got to end this," that that to me would have made more sense. Like, but, but what, they're just what, sitting there, like, "Oh, the car died. Well, we can't get out of the car." But there's nothing attacking us. But because then it's just you know? why why drag your existence out and and torture yourself through all this now. The world's not getting any better. There's creatures all around the place. We're not getting out of this car. We're attacking you. <laughs> do we do we starve to death or just stop it? End ourselves right Or now. right, but, but see, I, 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 I'm between I'm you guys. Just, I'm I, just I, trying I, to I mean, literally. literally. <laughs> but, but but I mean, because I get the point. The point is, is is it's like at the point that it ended. So just you, you I should, we should you, probably let people know this is like normally. This is why we started the podcast is because this is what this our is normal conversation is. Like, has that said well, how long we're out? I don't know. We're like, oh, I haven't seen it lately. I should but, have started the timer. But, but yeah, but but I mean, you're right. I mean, it is one of these things where you go like, at what point do you? S- there has to be. You have to like. There has to be hope. I, I guess. Right. You know, and they so, lost and, all hope. Well, and to bring it back to Skinner, really? there was I no, so. there was no, no hope in that movie, right? There was no hope in that entire no movie. Fucking story no, in that because movie. The, by the, the whole point was just that thing was torturing the kid the whole time. That's all it was. It's like, hey, Wait you got toys? Talking, talking about Skinner Rink. I'm moving oh, back to Skinner Oh, I thought we were talking the fog stuff. No, 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 no. no, no. So I brought it back to Skinner Rink because, yeah, Skinner Rink. The fog. Now the fog's a movie. Sorry, people. Great soundtrack. And Great next. soundtrack. <laughs> the fog, the mist. Um, yeah. But yeah, uh, to bring it back to Skinner Rink, yeah, we've we've got that movie had no hope. There was no hope. It wasn't. Oh, hey, eventually this but, kid's gonna get out. But, Which, but the kids weren't oh even scared. That, that's the point. The point is that like, you can't say that there's no hope when the when the characters in the movie show show, show no, no yeah, exactly no feeling. The, there isn't any hope. Well, so okay, to defend the, the to defend the movie, which is sad that I'm actually doing this. <laughs> I'm a little I upset that you're doing like, it too, but okay. I felt like the kid Kevin was defend was friends with the ghost, right? Because he it's comes a, out. I thought it was a demon. A demon, a whatever you want to call it, right. demon. Because at the beginning of the movie, he comes out. Why are you being quiet? Like you know, and so like he trusts. Whatever that thing's telling him to do, right? Like to me, that was why he was not scared, but the girl was scared. The parents were scared. You know, like that could have been another reason why he tried the to. The parents weren't scared. The girl was. The parents scared. were. I, I think scared. the parents were just a figment of their. That's all thing. Right. I, yeah. I don't Nobody think the parents. I don't think the parents like what. E- either way around, either the parents were a figment of the kids' imagination, or. The other way around, the kids were a figment of the parents' imagination. Right. I, I don't think the parents were there. The thing I didn't get again towards the end is when they're like, "What's your name?" Yeah, it, it's like you've been communicating with this kid the entire movie. True, he doesn't know his name. You don't know yeah. his name. He can do anything. It would have been <laughs> funny if he said Sue. I can do anything. I can make Cage? doors appear, windows yes. appear, but yeah. I, I can't. I didn't catch What's your name. name. Yeah, and you yeah. are it, yeah. honestly. <laughs> Honestly, that was one of those things that was more hype than it was possibly ever going to work. Yeah, yeah. this is going to be the brought that back there. By the way, this is going to be the weirdest title for what, for you know what, what? we come behind up with the scenes. Right. Whatever the fuck we want to talk we're gonna, about, we're going to call it. We'll, you know yep, what? Here's tangent what, episode one. Here's what we call tangent. it. Tangent. BTS. Finishing the bottle. Oh, finishing oh. the bottle. You guys have to drive home. At least, uh, at, least, at least my wife will <laughs> drive. With an empty glass here. All right, there you go. There you go. <laughs> 
All right, well, I'll stop it now, but let us know if you like that. <laughs> if you, if you like want more of this stuff of our yeah. ramblings, let us know. All right.